Here's the worst. Zoo, zoo. <laughs> This is the dumbest product. I it's thought so good. water in a can, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What did I say? Why would I why would I pay money? What? Why would I it's so spicy? It's so good. It though. tricks my brain. It thinks it's claws. I know. Oh. But also, it is easily recyclable. It's better than the, I know. the water. Like and obviously it water so in plastic bottles. Spicy and water. I know. The I, still liquid death, also very good. Uh, delicious. Unironically just, I just a fan. Need, I just need a little, little I literally just started buying it because it's a more recyclable option. And I talked for so much shit. water. I know you did. Everybody did. It, like everybody would make fun of me. Anybody that I told that I drank liquid I, death, everyone would be like, oh, what's the point? It's like so try hard. And like, first of all, don't come uh, for me because I enjoy having a beverage option in public that isn't alcohol, but isn't like a fucking lukewarm <laughs> cup of water. Or like from the, the little bar. baby ones. Like, oh, yes. I feel like a small child. Also yes, with a like, little. Well, yeah. Also, I'm going to drink that in two seconds. So no, like literally. having an actual I know. like. Something about being in a tall boy just yeah. makes my. And also like not everybody oh. knows what liquid death is. And so if I'm like not in the mood to be like, oh, no, I'm sober tonight or whatever, then I can just have one of those and hold it. And people kind of leave you alone because well, they're like, that, oh, it must be like a weird seltzer. have you ever seen a liquid death in public? Literally all the time. Where? That last concert that we went to, there was like a whole display of liquid death. Yes. I'm so serious. Really? Yes. I literally I... almost got one, but I was like, well, I do want a uh, white claw, so I'll get one of those ah, instead. But her. I'm telling you. Also, too, I feel like it's that thing when you like get something new or you like notice something and then you start seeing it everywhere. Oh, That's no. How I am yes, with exactly. Oh, my God. I know. Yes. Yes. Where I'm yes. Like, oh, it's everywhere. Now. Our brain. It's so crazy how our brain does that. Like, <laughs> I'll never like. Like, especially with the vehicle and stuff, like never seen one before. Yes. And I'm like, there's uh-huh. one, there's one, there's, there's a friend. One. And then yes. I'm like, see, you got to figure out that. Yeah. Yes. Our brain does that with um, like trauma and insecurities too. Did you know that? Wow. Way to switch that. This is how living in, this is like real life, how having a nice, casual, fun, flirty conversation. <laughs> okay. It's like, hey, did you actually know, by the way? <laughs> okay, but that's true. I feel like that's how our therapist is sometimes. They're like just slowly ruining all media. Cause it's like, actually, and this one thing, just kidding. Yeah, I don't know. Just kidding. Shout out to... To, don't say his yeah, code was, name. Was, don't say his code name. <laughs> we so call our, our we have a name for our, our therapist, couples therapist. In my opinion, our couples therapist. Don't say who they a, look like. Is a dead ringer for a particular celebrity. A very beautiful slow celebrity. Yes, but we don't obviously call them by that name. But in you, our we call them by their name. Yes, in our own like private time, we <laughs> refer to them as this private other time. name. <laughs> our time outside of therapy. So the other yeah private time. Private time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. Are we ready to? Oh, get absolutely! Into it? Welcome to the set. Welcome to the podcast. Yay! I know I haven't really been able to talk about it yet because all the videos I've made on the set so far have been a little situationally inappropriate to talk about it. What does that mean? Like the oh. the Colleen Ballinger video. It I, just that's going to come weird. out at some point. That's. Uh, well, yeah, no, but I mean, it just feels weird to be like, oh Yay, no, 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 I know. Look at my new set, and oh, yeah, also like, like, yeah, let me talk about, about this subject that's like very heavy. Um, but I am genuinely so excited for our new space. Me too. I love it. We did such a good job. I picked I some. I picked you a did. lot. Also, um, fax did. machine the other day. Mm-hmm. I forgot about this whole debacle with oh, this. Oh yes. Our wit. Our wax. Our wit. I forgot. It's been so long. Some of this shitty artwork is um, artwork that I literally made on stream. I know. I forgot about during our ten thousand subscriber celebration. You're old. Wild. But also too, it wasn't that long ago. It just like. It feels yeah. The I guess like it really exponential wasn't. Yeah. growth thing is such a trip to like wrap your mind around. Which one's your favorite? Also, 
I love some of the ones that you made, honestly. I really love the gender outlaw one. Shout out oh, to Ed so Perlin because it's so good. I know all so of cute. his art style. I love I their know. art style, or I don't know what they're. Actually, no, I do really love the cowgirls. That we I picked that. I found <laughs> that. I found that. I found that. Aaron found I was digging through the thrift stores we have here, and I would love oh, to go thrifting. So interesting. That's about to be a vaguely therapeutic episode yes. because I need to Travel know what thrifting. thrifting looks like in other states Say because less. it can't all because all of ours is either like weird yes veteran yes super racist memorabilia yes. that yes. they got while they were overseas yep. or like people who have like an inappropriate desert, fascination with another culture or like in an appropriate like way weirdly expensive collectible stuff yes like I, we were thrifting stuff. and there's a fourteen thousand dollar cabinet yep from yep some from another country that was like Fran yeah french or like it was a european country uh, i don't yeah it, don't it was gorgeous it was. yeah but also i'm not looking to spend 14 grand. i don't even literally i don't if like, we put all the I? furniture in our in our house no. <laughs> uh, all the furniture we bought together yes in our combined experience as a married couple we yes. still would not have had $14,000. I was really not. I'd like, don't even look at it. You if you come it, in my house, don't like close your eyes. You know what it reminded me of? Tell me. That TikTok I showed you where someone was making fun of celebrities who have these like weird oh, flexes with their wood yes, furniture. The wood. Like this, this wood this is dining from table a, is made from a, a 14th monastery. Century. And, yes. Yeah. In 14th no, century literally. France. Yeah. It was like that thing. Like this cool. cabinet was in Marie Antoinette's fucking dressing room. Like that. That's it just a $14,000 like cabinet. It's the weird flex thing. It is. It's the weird. It is. And I'm not like disrespecting it. They like, look good. I appreciate it. You Same. know? Totally. And also too, I think if we had fuck off money like that and I found a cabinet at a thrift store that was 14 grand, but I just aesthetically really liked it, I'd be like. You know, um, but like that's just like a, a level of fuck off money that like I don't know that we'll ever the, possess. The level of money you could use to go down to the bottom of the ocean and don't bring that energy here, sir. <laughs> don't bring that <laughs> I'm up. Sorry, here. there's so many current events since I, we. I know. So initially, so I guess should we give people a little background? Yeah. So sure. the podcast started on Patreon. Yes, but it was different. It was different. It vaguely was vaguely therapeutic, therapeutic. Now used to be the podcast, except that we sort of retooled it to be like eye bleach, like fun content for the channel. Yeah. Um, and so basically vaguely therapeutic slowly became yeah my <laughs> yeah <a laughs> my little, little my little <laughs> project passion project um, but also too because I think we when we were doing vaguely therapeutic on the patreon it ended up turning into like recycled main channel content yeah. and we were both feeling very emotionally fatigued by like just rehashing the same yeah, yeah. actually very heavy stuff over and over and over again. Yeah. And so it sort of gradually turned into like lighter stuff because I was like, God damn it. Like I just don't have the emotional bandwidth yeah. to be like fucking trudging through. Well, especially when you do a heavy video mud. for the regular channel. Yes. And then yeah. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, well, if it's going to be fun, fuck off content and like, you know, it doesn't need to be um, so serious. And like, yeah. why are we like trying to force it to be something that it's not so it just kind of like morphed it's into the, the fun happy fun playlist times yes it's the fun happy fun times i bleach <laughs> anytime i give you guys a trigger warning on the channel now and i point to this playlist up here that's it's, the one that's what it is it's vaguely therapeutic and so now what's the so when you're we were discussing doing the podcast again yeah what did we so to me i think the like original goal that we had in wanting to have a podcast together mm -hmm. is like making mental health topics like real because we talk about yes. it a lot yes. on the channel in theory and like in terms of like evidence like the book practice yes yes the book. Um, the book and there's learning. like a lot of educational content yes. which like i'm obviously very passionate about i think it's a, a thing that should exist on the internet because it like doesn't in the way that yeah. we make it a lot of times because i do still want it to be like approachable obviously um and not like educational in like the very sterile way yes but i think there's a big difference between educational content and like in practice like learned yeah. experience which you know? is why we like the reacts media and stuff so yes. much because i feel like it's like a yeah. way to like actually especially mm -hmm. like the dating shows and stuff i know albeit a yes horrible and extreme <laughs> um, exploitative often, yeah um 
and problematic version of many yeah. things. But still, but yes, I think the goal that I have, like when we were talking about, you know, do we want to revisit a podcast and like actually like do the damn thing yeah. um, is that I want to use like storytelling, mostly from our own lives, but also maybe <laughs> from some other people. Um, oh, yeah. They don't even know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You guys don't know yet. But there's Sneak some hint, some fun stuff coming, hopefully. Oh, it's coming. But I want to use storytelling as a vehicle to talk about mental health and therapy mm-hmm. and like healing and like identity work yeah. and all this stuff, like as it actually plays out in, in real, real life. life or at least like I, in yes. our lives, in the lives of our like because us I think, and like maybe other people. Well, I think especially too, like as the difference between going to therapy and then putting those yes. tools and skills uh-huh. to work are yes. two very different things. And I think yes. too, having the also like it's one thing to go to therapy yeah. and like go through the work and like do it and do the thing. But like it is a whole nother level of commitment yes. to like use those tools and, and like actually like be able to put them yes. into practice in a situation that's not this like careful container of therapy <sighs> yeah right? because, because basically everything especially like that was the thing we talked about with being polyamorous yes. is that basically everything we had discussed <gasps> and so planned out naive. and mapped out and like yeah. what if and what you know yes, yes. Uh, basically did not happen around. and it no. was all the other things that we did not plan for yes thanks childhood trauma no literally <laughs> um but no yeah it's like such a different beast yeah having yeah. it like mm-hmm. in real ass life yeah and i think also to the aspect of like things happening on the fly because Ugh. like when your therapist asks you like how do you want to respond to that yes. or what's coming up for you or whatever like you have all this time and like sometimes weeks and weeks to think through like what does an ideal solution look like for and me other or times. how do i want to feel yes. in these scenarios but then like when you're actually in real life you're like okay i have to make a decision right now yes like i can't just like table this very real conversation yes. that we're having for like six weeks from now yeah. after i've had a bunch of therapy appointments you know uh, um and so there is like very much i think a learning curve in being able to like put those best practices into place yes. but in a way that's like realistic well, you know? and I think too, yeah, because that's like the way like I, well, this will come up in another episode, but the way yeah. I always describe my anxiety is like the, uh, <laughs> the episode from yes. the office where Meredith, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're sending her to rehab or where is she? Michael tries to kidnap her and send yeah. her to rehab against her will. Yeah. And it's like, I can't remember. Is that the Christmas episode? Yes. Because she one gets of them. drunk at the Christmas party. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, and she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I'm just like, like every time, like anytime yes. something serious, my brain is just like, uh-huh. oh, like yeah, the, the fucking SpongeBob meme. Oh my God. That's uh, so my brain funny. is mush. Like it's funny, but like it's not funny. No, um, it's not funny in the moment. It's funny now. <laughs> um, but no, like that's kind of what I mean. And so I want this space to be a place where we're talking yeah. about that kind of stuff and like being honest and real about it. And also, I think it goes without saying then that this content is probably going to be like validating media and or like maybe like cautionary tale media yeah. in a way. But I, that's the best not, way to learn is from other people. I tell you what. <laughs> but it's not um, the like evidence based practice, yeah. educational, no, like no, no. bare this bones is... content. Like that's what the main channel is for yes but this is not that this i want this humanizing yes personal yeah like humanizing from the heart. real ass <laughs> but this is these are our own experiences and like yeah this is things. like our real ass fucking life man speaking of so what's in our baggage today i'm so excited we're talking about um our decision to be child free because i think there is a lot of nuance there we and have I think- gone back and forth Yes. And I think we also have kind of a interesting personal perspective about it. Everyone that I've talked to when I've like explained that we've decided to be child free is like confused by the way that I explain it. Um, Well, now I want to hear this. How do you explain it to strangers? Because normally I'm in, because normally I'm around or like. Yeah. But what I mean is that like, I think for a lot of people, it's common to hear explanations about being child free 
as the like I never envisioned myself as a parent or like I've yeah. never had a draw oh, towards yes, being a parent. Yes. I've never envisioned myself that way. Which and was so not it was your... no, that was yeah. not my experience no, at we, all. I know, and especially those first couple of years of our marriage mm-hmm. were like I had um, baby fever and bad. I was not No. I think I'm I think you were I'm kind thankful. of that way. Yeah. I think I'm thankful. I think I've kind of been on this path for a long time. Yes, I think so. Too. Um and like I think I would have warmed up and done a great job and yeah, we would have been good parents, I think. We would have been wonderful parents. That's true. We would have fucked him up some way. Obviously. But generally does. we yeah. probably would have done a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Which is also too another thing mm. to unpack is like that's also not a good attitude, is this competitive no. nature and like no. we're gonna be the best parents. <laughs> yes. And everyone's yeah. gonna and, I, and, and my kids success and like uh you know like being a good person yes. is like reflective of me An and my value as a person as like a par- yes. i hate that because it's just like turning your kid's life into an achievement of yours like I, they're not a video game like the weight of raising an actual like full-ass human being who's like <gasps> cognizant and aware and can morals. make their own decisions oh my god scares the shit out of so me because i would have such even like now is it it like yeah. the pets even I know. the pets alone, like the dogs oh act some type of way. And I'm like, I'm like what I'm are so you doing? You're bringing this like, <laughs> why, are you just, why are you doing yes. this to me? <laughs> why would you embarrass this is me not, in this way? This is not how you act. This Literally. Is not, like, it's like, not me. It's not, anytime like, that we bring them like yes. into PetSmart or whatever, and they're like acting all like not right, I uh, get so embarrassed. And it's like it activates goons. this shame response for me, yes. which like I think it is like fairly human and common, but like. I feel that pretty strongly with just our pets and I can't Can imagine, imagine with a human? how much work we would have had to do to unlearn that shame response in terms of having kids. And like, I do want to be clear. I think there are lots of things about our decision to be child-free or like yeah. lots of things that influenced our decision to be child-free that could have been worked through. We could have addressed them. Oh, we would have, you know? we would have figured it out. And like, like and had we had, yes. And I want to be clear that like, if someone is experiencing this, it's not like a sign that you're supposed no. to be Oh my God. That's free. not what this is to be so it's, clear. No, yes. it's just that I think for us, we in evaluating all of this stuff made the decision that like, I don't, want to do that right yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the amount of work and effort and unlearning and energy and time that we would have had to put in to unlearn these things that would have made us potentially problematic parents yeah. felt all too much for a thing that like we didn't really have enough of a draw no, to yeah. to make it worth doing well you know i think too like and i know like it's kind of like a slippery slope but like yeah. the polyamory and oh, stuff too yeah not even for that sake alone too but like just like this unlearning of our general cultural i'm a sippy cup hater and this is why did it spill there's coffee on my boob right now what do we do i just wiped it with my shirt are we are we trucking along yeah okay keep it all in keep it rolling just editor keep it in Uh, don't get me wrong i'm not gonna complain i'm not gonna be an asshole about people who give me sippy cups but i don't like them i don't i know sometimes they'll ask for the straw and like putting the straw in though like the plastic the sound of plastic rubbing on Ooh, yeah you hate that you it makes that. my skin want and the sound to. Of paper if I could just take paper. my skin off and scrub it, <laughs> like I would you so happily. Hate that. Oh, yeah. I, I have. Well, also, do I just feel like a fucking asshole being like, "Oh yeah, thanks yeah, for yeah, the sippy cup. Can I have a fucking straw? Yeah." And it also just. I looks know. Di- also, we have so much anxiety about asking for th- like. Yes. If so, we are definitely the. If someone brings our order out wrong. Yeah. Ooh, I don't they, know though. It depends. Uh, it we depends. used to be the people who, like, if our waiter brought out a fucking dookie on a plate, we'd be like, "Thank you so much Thank for you. the Can food. Have, goodbye. <laughs> it's an avocado." No, literally. Yeah. I think now we're like slightly better about it. We like we obviously pick and choose. Like, yeah. if we're like, 
That one time, okay, for real though, what? total tangent. The yeah. all we got to talk about Olive Garden. Did we have a bad experience at Olive Garden? No, the great experience where they hooked us up with you when they, they got your order wrong. <gasps> yes. So we've been. Oh my god. We I ironically about that. started eating at Olive Garden again. Yeah, as like a it's joke. Like, because also too, the like one Italian place. It's so expensive. Everything's it, so, everything's expensive. so expensive. We ironically started eating there again. And now, now it's we not just so kind of. Okay, anymore. now to be clear, we do not eat there. We are Olive Garden to go people. I love that you make this distinction. It's a difference. Everyone that you I feel like as if that makes a difference. I just want to eat breadsticks and yes. chug Alfredo sauce yes. and watch the Kardashians. Like 100%. I don't think. Also, side yes. note, side note, side note. Yeah. The season is trash. Like I, oh, it's so they, bad. I have never seen them. Also, with like the religious, oh, not even undertones I anymore. Know. They're gonna, just like we're gonna talk about it eventually. Anyways. Anyways. Moving on. Sorry. But Get yeah, me back on track. We're Olive Garden people now, I guess, because mostly I just really like eating breadsticks and Alfredo. It's the Alfredo. Yeah. If you don't, whatever if you they don't put in that. get the like, it's under the appetizer section. It says like dipping sauce for breadsticks, and it comes It'll with six breadsticks. Life. I think. I'm telling you, it's so good. But the thing that makes me especially mad. People probably don't know this because I don't really talk about my parents ever, but yeah. my parents met at Olive Garden because they were both oh, servers yeah, yeah, at yeah. Olive Garden. And so growing up, anytime that we would go, my mom and dad, we would sit down and like order our food and whatever, you know, they give you your little breadsticks and stuff. And my mom and dad would always ask the server for a boat of Alfredo. You should be for because, free. Yes, because my parents but then they got worked smart. there and they were like, we're telling you like, this is so good. And so like, I just grew up eating breadsticks with a, a, a boat of Alfredo, Alfredo on the side. And so then Al, 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 Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Smartened up. Turned it into an appetizer shortly. Like, um, obviously enough it's people the, were yeah. ordering it that it became a thing. Your parents may have started that trend. And I'm sure that even, all of the TikTok servers had been around, that. that would have been your... Yeah. But now you have to fucking pay for it. And it's like actually kind That's of That's capitalism is work. It, uh, in work. No, it really is. But it's really fucking good though. And like mostly for being honest, like I'll eat the Alfredo with like the chicken and like the it's real fine. food. We know, like, we know what we're there for. We're there for that breadsticks mostly. Let's be real. Yeah. Let's be so for real. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Me too. What were we talking about before Kids. this? Anyways, I guess all of that to say, uh, we're talking today about our journey and our we're decision. Unpacking. Yeah, yeah, See yeah, what I did yeah. there? Because it's the name of the... <laughs> that was a good one. It's not up here, but no, like in no. theory it would have been... We did think about getting neon signs, actually, but I'm, I'm really so glad, glad we that didn't. we didn't. Because I know, because I, like I look at this. People, you can probably sit in here listen to us talk, and then you trail off. Yeah. And you zone out, you enjoy the wall, and then you zoom I, back in. Oops. I'm really excited that the wall ended up being a merging of new and old stuff, too. Oh, because yeah. the shitty artwork has been in the closet in our other... Collecting dust. It's so yeah, sad. which was yes. really depressing. I did intend yeah. to put it back up when we remodeled, but it then just it just didn't It just never worked with the stripes and stuff. So I'm glad that... We can well, how did you describe now. the wall? The general gist, like there were a lot of different keywords that we used in terms of searching for stuff, but mostly I think the wall is just like the inside of my brain. Like what this is what the inside of my brain looks like, like all the time. It's like chaotic like to think mine's a little and organized. loud, um, but also really fun. <laughs> it is really you know? fun. It's it, like if you just sort of let go of it being chaotic and it making no sense, it's like a really great it's, time. You just get to enjoy Like you just don't ask questions, just enjoy yeah. it. For it's like a Fast and the Furious movie. Mm -hmm. Just just watch it at well, face value. Sure. It's like if Fast and the Furious I've, was gay. Did you know I've actually never seen any of those? You're not really missing out on anything. I've never, never seen a singular moment of any of those shows. I feel like I don't even know what there is to. I know it's it about like a family. Thing that everyone says that, and I don't understand. I don't know that. what that means. That's just what they say. I don't get it. They say that. It's I don't about, get that. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Cars go fast. Dudes are dudes. Yeah. Action. That's fair. Yeah. Um, it does seem like very. Uh, oh, there's a lot of testosterone. Like very hetero. Yeah. You know. Um, as some might say, alpha. Ew. Yeah. Ew, I hate that. Yeah, so I don't like that. Sound, okay, so do we want to like start at the beginning and kind Let's of talk explain? About it. Yeah. What our what our the deal beginning. is. Also, hi. Thanks for coming, by the way. You're listening hi, to. Hi, welcome. There's a lot to unpack here. 
20 minutes in and they this whole if you made it this far and you were waiting for the intro sorry to keep you waiting <laughs> sorry this is episode one um and we're talking about our journey to be child-free people today. i'd probably say we'll tighten this up but it's probably not gonna happen no we're not really i would good expect at that. this level of yeah for being... those of you who are on the patreon before and listened to vaguely therapeutic when it was in its original form um you'll recognize you know what's coming this energy speaking of energy yeah take us off baby okay. want to start um so i think the first thing that i want to lead with well actually a question do Answer. you want to talk about this in a chronological fashion or do you want to just like sort of start? i think we certainly can try okay we can do our best yeah and that's really all we can do all we can do is you our know? best and honestly if you take anything away from this episode it's yeah. just try to do your best it's that yeah and that's it the whole time <laughs> Okay. Um, so brought I guess, to you by you. I hate that. <laughs> Generally speaking, to clarify a thing I said earlier, we, or at least I, especially, mm -hmm. did not start out with this intention or like strong well, feeling. Quite the opposite. I'd about say about being child-free people. Yeah. If anything, I was one of those people who like always envisioned myself as being yeah. a parent one day. Yeah. Um, I had like this very strong draw, and like we had baby clear, clothes at the house. Yes, I still have a box of like a little. It's yeah. like it's literally two things. It's a onesie. I and a pair of shoes but still um, so cute i know it makes me cry i'm like not ready to get rid of it yet i, I don't think that's like grieving but anyways um i started out being this person who like had this strong draw towards being a parent and to be clear i do still love babies like the smell of a newborn baby is the I most don't. comforting they're just I so don't have cute. That. They're so and they're so they're worms. I they're know. Worms. I don't know what it is. They just like they make me I, so happy to hold them. Like they're so sweet. I guess you know they're so pure. Yes, I, feel like they I think that's what be. it is. Like they're just you so have to touch them with pure gloves. and sweet. Yes, um, but also they're just like especially when so babies are little, hope. little, and they're like little cuddle bugs. You know. Oh, and are they, they just yeah, yeah. You can like I've never like really had a when baby. they're well, if it's like a not fussy baby. Oh. You know, and they just want to like cuddle up on you and take a little nappy. Like yeah. they're just so cute and sweet. Um, I think it's the same feeling that a lot of people get about like puppies and kittens. Oh. You're just like, Whoa. yeah, I do love a good puppy. I won't lie. I know. <laughs> like it's floppy, they're, and they're, I love when their squishy. teeth get all their teeth are a little yes. like little f nail files. Yes. And <laughs> but it's, it's like so sweet cute. and cute. They don't know what to do with them yet. Yes, yeah. But like I think obviously when we first got married, we were not ready for all of that. Because I'm not even quite sure we were ready for that at that point. <laughs> In retrospect, yeah, to be um, <laughs> yeah, getting married at uh, 20, 20 uh, we were 20, 20 years old because it's a we, hell of a drug. We couldn't have alcohol at like the because we went to like dinner. Oh, for yeah, those of you yeah. who don't know, we got married when we were really young. Um, we were high school sweethearts, and then we got married and moved in together and like did all of the the relationship escalator yeah, things like pretty quickly, so um, fast. But we also got married at the courthouse first because we didn't have money for we a saved up for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we were poor. I was in college. You had just barely gotten your first job, basically. Yeah. Um, like we were not equipped. But so we went to like this dinner thing for our like reception after we got married, and we literally had to toast with soda. I have a picture of it. But yeah, so mm -hmm. we were not ready for all of that. And I think in some ways we've always kind of been the like what is the term people use? Rainbow sheep. I have never instead of ever instead of using the term black sheep because it's like okay a little bit off putting. Okay. Saying. Oh, I yeah. like that. Me too. I like that. Um, also, it fits because it gay. feels better. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we've always been kind of like the outliers in our family. Yeah. Um, and at the time I felt very comfortable in being like, no, like we're not having kids yet. Like we're not doing that. Yeah. And so we just ended, I think it became kind of a weird game of chicken. Yeah. Well, know? like there's always something going on. Mm -hmm. Like we always yes. kind of had something you're working on your work, on your degrees. Yes. 
Yeah. I was working, working. Yes, and then we were moving, and then we moved again, and then we moved again. Yeah. And so and it was all just like, another, yeah, and then I had then like just gotten my license, and like then I just. You didn't want to get pregnant and like. Yeah, and then stop like. Stop working immediately after getting exactly, started. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, so I think we kind of started out doing this thing where like. I had still, or, or at the time, I still envisioned myself as becoming a parent one day. Yeah. I still had a strong desire to do that. You wanted that. a soccer team or a, a, yes. a bait. Uh, I think I literally said that on camera at one point. I'm pretty I sure I wanted like an entire did. softball team's worth of children. Yeah. That's because I the did. shit out of me when you used to say that. <laughs> I really did, though. I was like one or two, and I'm. Well, but also, too, because we both grew up with a singular yeah. other sibling. And I distinctly remember it being very lonely when yeah. I was a kid. That, like, especially if you don't have a strong bond with that sibling or, yeah, like, yeah. If your yeah, yeah, yeah. like personalities just don't align yeah. then like what the fuck what do you do the, now yeah, you yeah. Kinda, and so i you had might this, as well be an only child at that point yeah i had a really strong desire to have like a bunch of kids so that there was this like community yeah. and i think this was this is another thing like this is where we tell started me, to me, do me, the me. unlearning oh part of that was also a desire to have my own family that oh felt like yes home. we talked about that yes like because, the chosen family thing like well it's fine yes. we'll just make our own yes like yes. very much there is a, a harry Styles song actually where he talks about like you can have your own family who will like never hurt you or like never yeah. hurt your feelings or whatever Matilda, right? or, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, and it was that. Um, yeah. And so no, I started to realize, like, wait, hold on a minute. Like, after we decided to open our relationship in, like, a more official capacity yeah. and think through all of this relationship escalator stuff that didn't work for us anymore, um, I started doing work with my own therapist about, like, what other things am I chasing in my life yeah, no, it's like that stuff, it, it, aren't it, actually, like, reflective of my value system. And I realized that my desire for community and for family and to feel seen yeah. was a large majority of what pushed me to want to become a parent. And so I just didn't feel good yeah. about making the express and an, an intentional choice to bring many other human beings <laughs> into existence solely for the purpose of soothing my own yeah. childhood wounds like that made me feel super icky having that realization well, and i think too and like kind of picking back off of that i think there's a quote i can't remember the quote i'm gonna do my best to That's remember fair. it I just butchered matilda um, so fair enough which is crazy because <laughs> i know alone i've heard you listen to it at least a million times alone. i do love that song it's a great but, song yeah but um i can't remember the quote like sometimes the kindness thing you can do is not bringing mm -hmm. someone into this world because yes. obviously just existence alone, and I, not to sound like a nihilist or anything like that, but like, especially yeah, we're not in the state of natalist, to be and clear. especially in the state of affairs of things yeah. right now, especially like after all the Supreme court stuff this last know, fucking week, it's scary. Um, just to like timestamp this episode. Yeah. But like, it's so fucking disheartening and disappointing just yeah. like constantly on a regular fucking basis. Mm -hmm. Um, it's scary. and I think it's hard to have like any, get up and go and like yeah any, to have like a strong it, desire yeah, to I do think that the amount of my i think i i and i guess like this could be generalized I, at least in my opinion yeah um i think like our generations and stuff like younger ones yeah. just have more moxie mm -hmm. than older yeah. generations <laughs> I because think so i think to some degree uh yeah. like they got to just no not even to some degree like they very much got to just show the fuck up yes and especially like, boomers be you know yeah. and like the the stars on like a societal uh, and systemic and governmental and i'm and, sure on an astrological and, level too as well honestly, we're probably all in their favor <laughs> yes um, everything just kind of showed up or, or like aligned in a no way that saturn, they could just show up no saturn return for them they everybody has a saturn return. i know obviously it was a joint. <laughs> um but yeah no like i just think like the amount of uh yeah moxie you need to live these days yes. i feel like it just Different. And also, yeah, and I can't Things imagine what that's going to look like by the time we have kids who are old enough to, and I know, yeah. like, obviously not to discourage anyone from having kids or anything, but no, just, like, yeah, for my own. Yeah. 
point of view. Like it just, I think the kindness thing, at least for me, is to not force someone into existence that, like, that may might have not cause them to suffer. Yeah. Um, I think also I too, this, it's like a big heavy topic, obviously. Yeah. But. I think this is an important uh, time for us to pause and also clarify mm -hmm. that not, none of the things that we're going to talk about were the singular one thing. Oh God. It was, it was the combination bouquet. of all of these Absolutely. things that then added up to us yeah. making the decision for ourselves that like, we just are not wanting to do that. Yeah. And um, I think like lots of people have anxiety or fear about bringing kids into the world, yeah. but which is totally fair and normal and yes, valid. Yeah, and like of course. Um, yeah. But like that in tandem with like a strong desire to have kids and like all of the like identity work and like all that stuff being yeah. situated and like not conceptualizing parenthood as a sacrifice, like all the other things. We're going to talk about some of that in a minute, but yes. like all of that go. stuff. I know. <laughs> if you have those supportive factors, then bringing kids into the world in a, a world that is kind of scary is like not, I think for a lot of people enough of a reason to yeah. say, I don't want to fulfill no, this like desire for parenthood, you know, but like for us, it was like all of the things yeah. all compounded together that we were just like, I never think, mind. I think something else too, that like really stood out to us too, was like the thought as, cause like, obviously I know it's like a very normal thing to see your child as an extension of you. Yeah. At least from my understanding. Developmentally and yeah. yeah. But like the thought that they would like other things, aside and especially like I let those know. be things that we like very much have a strong mm -hmm. and like i'm sure it's like the like oh the kids in those days and their music and like i know oh they don't listen yeah. to music like they do back in our you know like blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, like what the fuck ever yeah whatever um like to that degree but like uh -huh. also like political and mm -hmm. like social and mm -hmm. like things like got like at least for us like god forbid they like sports we were just not sports people. Well, I don't think I too, could do. Like, I just, I have strong opinions. Like, listen, I have two degrees. These, the hot about, takes are getting ready to about start. About the human so, brain. Like, I yeah. have extensive education and, and knowledge about let, human you development. Me, you remind me regularly. <laughs> um, and so, like, God forbid we end up with kids who want to play contact sports. I know. I'd be like, but also, I wouldn't want to no. stop them. Yeah, but that's I don't the want thing. them to not do what they want to like, do. I would want to, like, stifle them. Because also, too, yeah. like, in some ways, I am frustrated that I didn't get to play more sports. Same. We talk about that all the time. Yeah. And yes. so like I would want them to have those things, but then I'm like, I don't want you to play football because your brain is precious. I don't want you to do gymnastics, especially if you're a femme presenting or AFAB person, yeah. because that is just a very Rot dangerous activity, like physically, but also like for, for all of the surrounding circumstances, right? Baseball's boring as fuck. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, volleyball is steeped in like the male gaze, right? I and know. like, to be clear, I know that not everybody's experience with this is, is that way, yes. but like, just because like when like, we generally speaking, yeah, like in like a any, large scale. <laughs> Any sport that you bring up to me that like oh your kids could play this like i will find a reason that i would object to my child that i either created yes. or like As have to, participated yes. heavily in raising and nurturing that i would be like no no you are precious cargo baby and like you're not doing that and that's the other thing too like, is we're like, not endangering yes. you as like you know? being anxious little beans though like these are yes. also things again that we have yeah. like to some of these like they're not based in fact they're not based no. in no. like sometimes some not even based on reality anxiety. Yeah. and like how we feel about things <laughs> yeah um but like mm -hmm. to us, those are valid enough reasons to not. Yes. But also, I don't want to tell some kid like no, our you can't kid, do that. No, you can't do that. Well, yes. why? Because I said so. Because I'm nervous about like, it. God, like, I that fucking. Sucks. But also yeah. then the idea of like trying to nurture our kid through our own like like dealing with my own anxiety mm -hmm. about like them constantly being wounded. Oh, and also, don't the education stuff. You would never be able to. You would be a. I I can already. Well, and I, also we live in a conservative state. Yeah. And if we're being quite honest, we don't have fucking money for private school. And also, I have my own like moral and ethical objections to kids being uh, sort of sequestered into this very exclusive, privileged environment. Yes. Like I don't love that. 
that either. The Good Place got it so right with like <gasps> the that last yes. bit with like the yes. you can't do anything. Mm-mm. There's not Mm-mm. anything you can do, and I think that's the other thing that sucks too. Is like there's yep. no. Yep. I think especially especially for you who as a very ethical yeah and like moral very and fixated on it. Yes, like it's very hard. <laughs> I yeah. think that was um, a major anxiety that. that I had yeah. for a long time was that I you know, have done a lot of trauma work. I've done a lot of therapy and I've worked through all of this stuff so that if we, or when we, at the time, you know, my thought process was when we have kids, I won't traumatize them in the same yeah. way that you or I were traumatized in childhood. Yes. And I feel like there right? would have been so much of a pre- But except that then you end up traumatizing your kids in, in this a whole new way. way by being these anxious it people evolves. who are fixated on accidentally traumatizing yes. them. And your kids can sometimes absorb your anxiety because you're so dysregulated all They're the just time. Pokemon. Yes, it's so stressful. You just get something different. That freaked me the fuck out. And I was like, okay, well, I have to work on my anxiety. I can't be anxious. I have to be cool Mm -hmm. and zen and chill. And then I was like, okay, well, we're going to suppress their fucking emotions so much. No (laughs) No one one talks about anything in this house. (laughs) And then you're you're left with me. God forbid we traumatize them. Yeah, like it's just, it's it's all a thing. Now they don't know how to fight and have conflict. Yes, yeah. You end up, like, everyone ends up traumatizing their kid in some way. Or like kids end up with shit that they need to work through in therapy yes. anyways because it's impossible to leave your personhood at the door yeah. when when you're being a parent, you know? And like that freaked me the fuck out. Same. That was just yeah. really difficult for me to sit with. And I don't I know too, that I would have d- dealt yeah, with Yeah, and the though. academics thing we talked about too, like yeah. uh, it was just a hard – Yeah. Because uh, – you and I just, we grew up with a very particular set of values about academic achievement. Yeah. And like, we were both the straight A, um, you know, Didn't overachieving. Have to try in yes. yes. Yeah. We both were just sort a of little naturally. little try hard fucking losers. Yeah. And I think it would have been really hard for me to have a kid if they didn't. Have those same, um, or also just like even just value that if they weren't just like wanting to be high achieving people, mm-hmm. which like in some ways I wouldn't want them to, right? Because it gave us the worst anxiety, yeah, about our own performance and like this shame complex about never being able to relax or like not yes. give everything your all all the time. Like that's exhausting, but also that's too, traumatizing. But then yes. I think if our kid just like happened to be this person who did have that like better balance of yeah. not being like like sacrificing their so own much so one you know way yeah then, to be yes. overachieving like that would have pushed my buttons i think i yes. would have had a hard time and that would have been work that we would have had to do and like again i don't think that we would have been unable to do that no, like i'm absolutely. confident yeah. in our ability to have unlearned that at some point but like still again in like <laughs> concert with all of the other things going yes. on i was like is this really worth it is this an, is this a journey that i really want to embark upon knowing full well that it's going to take a herculean effort to put my best foot yeah. forward in this regard you well, know and i think too the um the other end of that too being then like so would we go so far because like we talk about this regularly mm-hmm. that when we were in school we we're like why the fuck did we try so hard mm-hmm. what was the point well, literally what was the point like literally i, I ended go up back, i would just be I, such a stoner i would just sit around and like smoke weed at school and do nothing i work the dumbest blue collar job ever <laughs> and make still more make more money than, money than you yep and like I tried so fucking hard in school. Actually, I think I had better grades than you in school. Mm-hmm. I did have better grades than you did. in school. You did. I definitely. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want to go to fucking college. That's stupid. Yeah. Like, which also so, too, like, look who's laughing now because student loan just got struck down again. again. Literally. Like, I know they just keep digging that fucking. Yeah. I'm not paying like any money carrot, on those loans. I feel like we just keep we should have taken out dangled. the business, the PPP loans. Someone literally tweeted that like, the other day. I saw that they were like, I no. should have taken out a PPP loan to pay off my student loan. No, debt. literally. <laughs> like, why did we not fucking do that? <laughs> so Sad. Oh I my god! I if I could go back in time, I would have been like, "Oh, we need so much." I like well, just also all at of the it. time, I had no idea what a PPP was. Same. Was. I don't know how businesses run. <laughs> no. I don't. 
<laughs> I don't Bo know. Body. <laughs> but no, I just I think the the concern about like would we have veered too far the other direction and turned our kids into like yeah like, like just go to I school I don't give a fuck about stoned. nothing yeah, yeah. Like, that would have been so tell like, your teachers to fucking eat dirt that's and, not good parenting yes. either telling our kid like high school doesn't really matter honey who yeah. gives a shit like it's a the world's Raising gonna go up in flame punk. oh like, my god no that would have been so like our kids are yeah. constantly in trouble like you know? who knows if we're gonna make it another ten years just like have fun with oh, it my you know god. Like, also too like talk about the anxiety from yes. telling your kid that. My parents told me we're not gonna be here we're in 10 gonna years go yeah go tell all other kids at Jesus. school that oh yeah. my god our kids would have been the most unpopular kids oh. also. or the most popular but also too if we're being super real that was another fear that i had huh. um i've heard people talk about like what happens when you throw a birthday party for your kid and like no one shows up oh god or like you know your I kid i know how that feels like mm-hmm. or like I... your your kid you know like tries to make a new friend at school and they get rejected and yeah. like what are you supposed to tell oh, them that hurts my you heart know? so bad yeah i'm not I built i'm not built for that makes me want to cry and these children don't even exist yeah <laughs> like they're not even real kids they're figments of our imagination and no. i could cry about their feelings Absolutely getting hurt not. No. i'm I not built not, for it no i'm not built for not it. at all like even like Ugh. when we used to take savannah to the dog park and dogs uh. would want to play with her i'd be like it's okay baby yeah you don't need them i know but then you have an and then you're your best your kid's best friend like which is also bad for them like i think it's also the other thing too and that doesn't make it like you shouldn't have kids or whatever too or whatever yeah but it's just like so much like everything's a trap it trap. feels that way, yes. yeah. Which I think, again, is like probably a reflection of our own anxiety about needing yeah. to be a uh, high achieving grade A. Like we need to, if we're going to be parents, we should be the perfect parents, right? Like, There's only one way to that, do it. That's it has not to be this true. way. Yeah, that's not real. It's perfectly, uh, and you know, it is entirely possible. Yeah for people to be imperfect parents and to still like do lots of correct and right stuff. Well, and I'm curious know? with, as you, cause I know we talked about too, like with Jean yeah. and sex education and stuff too, but like, yes. how would you have been able to distance yourself as a therapist Ooh. and like being a, a I mother feel like still? Our like kids how would have been that so even... mad at me to be like, could you fuck off? Like, could you stop asking me about like how that. I feel or yes. like where I feel that in my body? It'd be a fucking been really annoying. Uh, uh, was it a no underwear family or whatever? Fucking, oh, a naked uh, family. A naked family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We would have been a naked family no. for sure. But oh. Like in the emotional sense, yes, you know, but yeah, so I think we started to have conversations about all of that, especially because I started doing my own work around it in therapy. And then we started having conversations, uh, mostly like around the time that quarantine and COVID and all of this happened. Like Roe v. Wade getting ready to come around. We actually had a plan, like we sat down because at the time, this was like 2018, 2019. Um, oh, that I yeah. had terrible baby fever. I wanted to have a baby so fucking bad. I can't believe we got and through so that time. I I was struggling. I was like crying a lot, yeah. and I like had a lot of just like emotion. Well, I think it's crazy too because you talk, we talked about it too because like you watched a lot of the like um, mm-hmm. I used to watch a lot of like pregnancy vlogs and like yeah. what I brought to the hospital with me, and like I consumed a lot of that content because I was like, oh, this is gonna be me soon. Like yeah. I, I want to know about like all the that I know like a disproportionate amount about I childbirth <laughs> and pregnancy and you like are in the know. early postpartum yeah. because I consumed a lot of this content and like would actively look up advice about yeah. like what to put on your baby registry and like all this stuff. I know you know like I remember people having kids around us and you'd be like mm-hmm. oh god they should not be doing that. Yes, and I'd, be like, I'd be like well that's an unsafe product. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. why do you know that? Yes. Um, but at the time it was because I had this really strong desire to do that and because I was feeling that like relationship as escalator shame of like yeah. we are not real adults we are not finished and we're not like 
fully grown up until we've become parents. Yeah. And because we were so high achieving and we got married young, I think to some degree, it's it was just like, also oh, a it's just you're going to do, you're just going to like, this yeah, is I was the like, oh, we did do. it. Right. Like, yes. we, I successfully found a partner. We got married. We're very happy. We, the did game the, of life, like, we're yeah, we did like yes. the car, the house, the pets. Uh, we, yeah. I have a college degree. We both have jobs, right? Like, look at babies. us go. Look Let's at us. have babies. Yes. Yeah. Like, we should, that's what we do. Right. And like, yeah. I think culturally also, you and I both kind of had the realization that in our uh family structures well, having babies not. is a very like celebrated and like socially favored thing um, I think, i'd say more so in yours not so much because i think fair. that might be for different reasons yeah why yeah. why somebody <laughs> was encouraging fair. us not to have kids yeah that yeah. might be for different reasons now <laughs> oh looking, my god looking back on it are you having an epiphany oh that's no names will be named, hateful. but somebody being like, oh, it's okay. You don't have to uh -huh. have kids. Just wait. Don't have them. <laughs> I, I think they were trying to ride out the storm. I think someone I think was trying so to ride out the I storm. Think, oh, <laughs> my God. Anyways. Too um, deep. That's but, a lot to unpack. Yeah, that's a lot to unpack. I don't even think there. that's an episode for the podcast. No, that's we're going to have a private conversation about that because I have feelings. But no, I think a lot of that was like this pressure that I felt, too, that like yes. I know that I will be um celebrated and like surrounded you get the status well it's and like also too it's this thing like especially because i grew up in a mexican family yeah people surround expectant mothers with like love and support and yes. community and validation and i wanted that because otherwise so you had bad. not been given that at all like even well from you, okay not, not at not, all not at all not at all but i mean like that was something <laughs> that was like very like the, the theme that is like probably continuing to emerge for a lot of you who are listening is that i had a really strong desire to feel seen yeah. and to feel loved and accepted in community because that was something that i hadn't really felt up to that point or like yeah yeah. that I hadn't felt enough to create a, a wound that I needed yeah. to work on. Right. And so that was also adding up to this picture of like babies, babies. Like I want to have babies now. And like, yeah. I want to, cause like I had felt like we had checked all of these boxes and that was the last and one that I so was fast. like, I need a gold star on my resume, babe. Why won't you? Like that, was the last, that was the last yeah. one. Oh my God. What a sentence. Um, and so I'm really, really glad actually um, that the timeline lined up in the way that it did because when quarantine happened and yeah. COVID happened, I started working from home. We started working on the channel more yeah. and then that blew up and our life changed. Kinda, like our yeah. life changed so dramatically after I stopped working full time and started working more consistently on the channel. Yeah. Um, and because we, weren't able to travel and like do all of the stuff like the we, things we normally get yeah, we, we had like several trips we, we told wanted. ourselves 2022 i think um i this is how anal was, retentive i am yeah because we had fall, years yeah we had fall of 2022 is when we were going to start trying to have a baby so yeah. that ideally if we conceive during that time that our baby would be born during a time of the year that i wouldn't be incredibly hot. uncomfortable yeah, while it was sweaty, hot outside yeah. which is just wild to think back that like we really had that, that conversation that, yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were like really in the weeds about it and so when all of that happened and we yeah. weren't able to travel because i told you there's like a couple of things that i want to do for sure before we get pregnant and have kids um one of which being that i want to spend like a really long vacation in europe yes um i want to do like Still a longer sort of like nomadic style vacation where yeah. we, we pack like a small bag and just are like gone for a couple of weeks you know and like sort of Boop, 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 like meander around like yeah. the idea. I still want to do that to be no, clear same. but like COVID fucked our shit up and so we weren't able to do that and then I was like wait wait hold on <laughs> like I really like our life right now no, yeah. I'm really happy 
Um, and well, like, kept, we and hadn't gotten thing, to do the things that we wanted to do. And so like, like we wait, were, mm-hmm. we were waiting for the expiration date or something like, yes. Well, and then we started to hear more and more from people and like friends and people in our, our chosen family about how parenthood changes your life sometimes yes. in ways that are inconvenient. And, you know, like obviously cause they're tiny humans, yeah. right? They need a lot of support and rightfully so that's like the way that it ought to be. Yeah. But I was not ready for that. Cause I felt like COVID stole like three, four years. Oh, Oh, absolutely. So we said we'd push it back. Mm-hmm. And then in the process of us pushing it back, we were like, can we, I was like, can I don't we push even, it back some more? Yeah, no, for can real. Like, just I, was like, I was like, I don't really, personally, I was like, mm-hmm. I don't really care when we decide to do it now at this point. Yeah. But I think the thing that came into mind too a lot was like the high risk, high riskness. Oh, yeah. That riskiness. was another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, And like medical fat phobia generally. And yes. like you were like. But also, also to I'm a person who's in chronic pain. Yeah. Like I just live in pain for most of my life. And the idea of like. I actually like I had literally had an appointment with my primary yeah. care where I said, like, can we please do a full check and like run through of everything? Because like I'm in this like unexplained at the yeah. time, like completely unexplained pain. I have no idea why I am suffering as much as I am. Yeah. Um, and the idea of getting pregnant and throwing off my center of gravity and then like putting all of this stress on my spine and these vital organs is very scary to me. Yeah. Like I don't know why I'm in the pain that I'm in. And so therefore I have no idea what I could potentially be walking into in terms of risk factors. Right. Well, and I think for me too, the thing like the scariest thought for me was like, yeah, I don't know how I would cope or handle yeah. You've talked raising about a child before. by myself. Oh, knowing it's gonna make me cry. I know well but like I'm so for real like I, I don't know, know if yeah. I would be able to be the bigger like I don't know if I'm know. capable of being that bigger person that could that like makes me so sad. raise a child knowing yeah. they would have potentially been the reason that you like yeah. may have not made it or like been in the serious idea pain of having or, to like, raise a child without you like is yeah no way ew I hate that I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but no but, for real like the idea of living without you yeah. is the worst thing that I could ever think of when I say that all the time too is and I think one of the sa- another one of the sad things to me about is just like you're just such like a big giant huge person you I know, know you've said you're that just, a lot which I think yeah. is really interesting because I don't like necessarily I don't know I think you're like a, a larger than life character I don't know I think you're, you're so like, sweet to me which to be clear like being yeah. a mom is an incredible and Absolutely. like Herculean feat like no being, which is why being like, a parent is like such a huge huge respe- accomplishment no, and responsibility I, and like it's a sacred role I think yes but I don't disagree I think I'd be really sad about seeing you not have time or energy to focus yeah. on creative projects and like see you fulfill you too, yourself honestly, you know yeah. yeah i'm just saying like i get what you're saying in the sense that like i think you are such a wonderfully and like beautifully complex and yeah. like multifaceted person and it would like hurt my heart so much ew oh, this is just like the I episode know. where mickey cries a bunch what a first um, episode i know um you're but doing it would, great thank you it would hurt my heart a lot to see you not be able to fulfill like dreams or goals of yours or not be able to like prioritize that time yeah because like again being a caretaker to a whole ass human being is a sacred thing that you should concentrate a lot of time and energy yeah i don't want to that's the thing we talked about too we don't want to half your fire be like swished down would make me sad same for you yeah and i think i I wonder i wonder that too because if we had because these were not conversations we were having when we were younger no so if we had had children around the same time some of our peers and friends were mm-hmm. like and also at the would, time that people were pressuring us to yeah. like a bunch like the the amount of pressure I that we put on understand. people to hurry up and have kids is not okay it's by not the way. it's please so don't inappropriate do that. if you're a parent listening to this or just like people generally please don't do the thing to your kids where you're like when are you having babies when are you oh, having babies God, when are you having so... babies because like a it's uncomfortable uh, well like why are you asking me about me and my partner's gender so inappropriate um but b like 
that's none of your business. Like there are also, like, so is it for many... them? Is it for you? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, who was, are you asking for? That was another thing that we talked about a lot is that you and I both felt kind of an expectation or like this desire to fulfill the role of like, like we wanted to make our parents, yeah. grandparents, cause we knew that they wanted that. Yeah. And then we were right? like, are we doing this for us? Literally. Like we yeah. like just kind of, I, we, were, we were eating. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what we were eating, but I said, I was like, is this for us? Probably Olive like, are we Garden, choosing yeah. to probably, yes. I don't think, I don't think we were there, in Olive Garden girl phase yet. There was also a road trip that we took actually. Um, oh. We went to a winery. I think we went to Dos Cabezas and we were driving oh, there. Okay, okay. Cause I remember the road was really windy and mm-hmm. it, it makes me a little stressed when, it, when we drive there. That's fair. Um, not cause of you, just cause you know, I'm oh, stressed not, about not driving. because of me. Listen, driving stresses me <laughs> I'm out. I'm kidding. <laughs> Go on. I drive, um, I drive like a maniac though. So no, you well a little, I um, do. But we were driving there and like having this conversation about kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember that. Now, and yes. we both started talking about like all the, the things that we've already yeah, kind uh, of yes. unpacked. And we both kind of looked at each other and we were like, are we not going to have kids? I know. Like, I mean, that was like the almost, first, that was like the first little. Almost like we kind of like said it out loud to each other yeah. to float. Like, does Where that make you, you upset? With this? Or like, are we allowed are we allowed to? No, think that? it felt like we had to like. I felt like we needed to ask someone's permission. Yes, like, like we're is like, this an okay Hello, thing for us to um, feel? Is yeah. it okay if we just don't do that? Actually, we decided we didn't mm-hmm. really like it. Like, mm-hmm. can we get some? Can we order something else, please? Yeah, there was like a lot of fear and I think a little bit of shame, especially for me at least. Yeah. Um, in saying like, actually, this isn't a thing that I want, it, and I don't think it will enrich my life enough for yeah. me to to deal with the sacrifices which is another thing actually Go ahead. um cool. we talked about it a lot with like well maybe not a lot but like a fair amount i would say yeah with friends and chosen family and other people and one of the things that i would say is that like well you know like having a kid is like such a sacrifice mm-hmm. um because like to me that feels obvious i right? feel like that i mean to <laughs> that's my and i, I would fair, want it to. a fair amount of the people that we talked to who did want to have kids were like what are you talking about? Like people are like, you keep saying that as if it's just like a ubiquitous understanding and like, babe, it's not. Yeah. We had a different, like I think from the get go. Yeah. Use parenthood as an inherent sacrifice. And I was like, hold on a minute. Like you guys, you're telling me that you guys actually had kids on purpose. You became parents on purpose and it didn't make you sad. The idea of like abandoning your old life. And they were like, no, <laughs> like what are you yeah, talking that was about? Not, not and my I was experience. like, hold on a minute, because I thought everybody just conceptualized parenthood as like this thing. Like you would, of course, you would need to grieve yeah. your old life. Like I was like, I kept waiting for the thing to like really? set in for yeah. it to like be like, okay, now I'm ready. Yes. I'm situated. I kept waiting yeah. for that feeling of situatedness mm-hmm. and like, okay, I've done all the things Honestly, I wanted to do. Yes, and then like yeah. it just kept it not happening. Happen. Yeah, and I was like. When is it going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm curious about your experience with that because I feel like, I mean, we've already talked about how I had this really strong, you know, like baby fever thing. I really wanted to have a kid. What was that like for you? Not really having a draw towards that. And I was like really firmly on the train. I I think, I think that probably, uh, aggravated and like forced a lot of my decisions or like things. Really? Yeah. I think so. Because I was like, oh my God, we have to get so much of this stuff out of the way. Mm -hmm. And like we have to take care of this Mm -hmm. and this and this, and we need to do this and go here and do this and see that. And then like, as soon as all of a sudden when we were like, oh, we're not doing that anymore. I was like, oh, I have time. Oh, like it's okay. Is that the car thing? Kind of. Yeah. Interesting. No. Yeah. Very much like I need to get as much of this in. I need yeah. to get as much of this. Like I felt that about travel like, a lot. Yeah. No, it's like the same thing though. Like mm-hmm. if we don't do it now, then like we'll never, never get to do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. And the thing we talk about too, with like the, the retirement thing and like 
I don't want to wait until. Mm-hmm. Well, also, let's be fucking for real. We're working until we're like ninety-five years old at this yeah, rate. Did you economy? see that thing about people living older? Yes, I. I was oh, you told me about it. Yes. Yeah, and I, was like, I have expectancy. to live longer. <laughs> when are we going to retire at eight? Yeah. Like fucking one hundred and ten. To be clear, I don't know if this was like evidence based, but I no. saw like a think piece or whatever that like about how like our life expectancy might potentially. And I was like, be can it just not like one hundred and fifty? Yeah, or that's so long to live. <laughs> I Fuck don't know, me. Like I'm also the way people pain, look man. now at hundred, like unless you. Like really, you got to put in the work then to be looking good mm-hmm. at a hundred, like feeling good at a hundred. That's what I'm saying. With just these to like, knees, yeah, I'm out of here. Because I mean, roll me around. I'm gonna look like the little worm from SpongeBob, <laughs> asking where the chocolates are. I just, I, I don't know that I really want to deal with a continually escalating amount of pain for that yeah. length of time. I like at that point, I might be like, listen, I live we'll a see good what life. Cool, hopefully, get some you know? cool gizmos and gadgets put on <laughs> you at that point. But like, yeah, I'm gonna need real. some new legs transplant my um essence into yeah, a, a little robot i want to be in a oh, robot if we could pick to, pick to be in an animal or something mm, but they, no i would want to be a robot i want to be a millennial dog <laughs> wait that's such a good idea <laughs> if i could get oh. uh my likeness transferred into another oh. being i would want it to be a millennial's dog i think that's the only thing that makes sense yeah just constant treats and cuddles oh, and attention. So much love. Yeah. Our dogs are the most spoiled beings spoiled. on the face of the planet. You know, I, that was another thing that I worried about, We would too. ruin our children. They would be, <laughs> they would be brats. Yes. So like, honestly, they'd be like, we don't have to do that. <laughs> Literally. They would, like, but, grandparents, like, not for them. But also. No hugs from us. Also, too, our kids would have such smart little mouths. Like, and they would I'd go to like, school and, like. Remember, I would, I'd be like, that's funny you said that. Remember I told you um, that, like, we live in a conservative state obviously and so we're continually learning and unlearning about how racist um and problematic our primary school education oh, was yes all the time um, i thought did i even go to school but like, like no what literally. did i even learn but for real if our kids went to public school and learned this racist shit and they came home i'd be like that's fucking wrong and they would i guarantee you they would end up going to school and being my like mom. my mom told me that you're a fuck ass because <laughs> <laughs> you told me some racist bullshit so uh, like you're an agent of white supremacy also, and like we would be getting constant phone calls and i'd be like but are they wrong? Also, they would have a vernacular like, like none other. They're just so many beeps and boops and sounds. They'd be like, that's not. I they'd know. call something. They'd be like, what is? Like, that's not anything. And they're like, Literally. oh, no, my parents say that all the time. Our kids would go to school and be like, yeah, my dad power washed my teeth this morning. That's the, uh, <laughs> if you don't own a power washer, it's the. The, the, the water pick. Aaron yeah. calls it power washing his teeth. It's which the same I think thing. It's hilarious. pressurized water. I don't disagree. You're but can you, and can you imagine it. being a teacher and hearing that a parent power washed the kid's teeth? You'd be like, what? I'm, like, I'm, I'm calling, calling your parents. Calling them right, right now. now. Hit them up. Yeah. No. Our oh. our kids would have smart little mouths and they would be in trouble constantly. Rude. But then they, they would, would be so fucking But then they rude. would come home and I'd be like, "Good for you. I'm proud of great. you." Great. <laughs> like we're just not. I think the thing that we've discovered is that we're best suited for being like the the cool, cool aunt and uncle or, or, or like, like the, the yeah. Um, I wish there was like a gender neutral term for like aunt or uncle. Same. The uncle. Um, but also too, like just the like support people for like our yeah. chosen families, kids, yes. you know, that like if our if, if those kids like had a weird day or like got in a fight with their parents, yeah. like I would want them to feel comfortable to come over to our house That'd and like perfect. hang out and like, you know, and I then can text leave. your mom and let them know that you're OK yes. and you're safe um, and then give you a ride home after you guys are like done with your beef, yes. you know, like Absolutely. I feel much more suited for that role like, than I do for like yeah. primary caregiver. Exactly. You know, so then they. So yeah. their space. Well, and then also too, I can you know tell these kids these things, and their parents can be like, like don't fucking advice. say that yes. at school. You get to don't share. call people that, or like don't tell yes. people that. But sometimes too, like you know? also like you definitely could have said that. Yeah, yeah. 
I think that's a perfect place to. I think so too. <laughs> that's so cool. We wrapped up almost exactly an hour. Actually. Oh my gosh. Let's see if we can do this Good for us. All right, cool. Um, if you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast, um, like, and subscribe, um, on Turn whatever on platform you're listening on, um, this will be available obviously on video on YouTube. We're putting it in real podcast places. Yeah. It's going to go on Spotify and Apple podcasts. I don't know how to do places. that, but we're going to do it. <laughs> if you're listening to it, we're, that means we did it. Yeah. Everybody say thank you to Hannah for teaching me how to do that. Thanks Hannah. Hannah. For things we hate it. So yeah, let us know what you guys are, what your guys' thoughts and feelings are, um and what you guys want to see we just wanted to host a conversation about it because thanks for hanging out with us yeah yeah thanks for being here i think that's it thanks so much for coming and we will see you guys next time i'm gonna finish out my spicy water in the meantime intro music take us out all right yep bye, bye.